This is Charlie Key. You are listening to the Be a Light podcast. Matthew 5.14 says, You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. Today's guest is Caitlin Perry. She's the current Miss Biloxi, the founder of Crowns for a Cause, and so many other wonderful things. She puts her heart and soul into everything that she does, and I can't wait for y'all to meet her. Hi, Caitlin. I'm just so excited to interview you. Um, Caitlin and I actually met in Biloxi, Mississippi a few a few months ago at an event, um, a princess tea party event that we were both at and volunteering. And she's just such a light in her community. And I'm so excited to call her my friend, even though she may be a few states away. Um, so thank you for joining, Caitlin. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so, so excited and honored to be here. Awesome. So I can't wait to jump into this interview. But before we do that, I have to ask you the question of the podcast. What is your why? So it's so funny that you asked me that because I feel like if I'm being honest, this is something that I've struggled with a little bit lately. Um, Life has just been a whirlwind lately. It's been kind of hard. And I have all these, you know, fabulous opportunities and these, um, these great things going on. And I have just kind of struggled lately with handling it all and juggling it all and kind of just finding myself through all that. So, um, I, I woke up the other day and I was like, why, why am I doing this? Why am I doing all these different things? Like, what is the purpose? And I've just kind of had to sit back in that question a little bit the last, the last couple of weeks and just try Mm -hmm. to like figure it out, which is something that I've never struggled with before. Um, and, you know, through a lot of just like self-discovery and talking to my friends and just trying to like get some some rest in and just, you know, sitting back in, in everything because I want to make a difference in the world. Um, and I know that's so cliche, like everybody, <laughs> wants, everybody wants to make a difference. Everyone wants, everybody wants to change the world. But I truly do believe that everybody can make a difference in some way. Um, that's kind of the purpose between a lot of behind a lot of the stuff I do through like crowns for calls and my, um, my work with children's miracle network and just competing in the Miss America organization in general. And just being Caitlin is, you know, i truly believe that everybody can make an impact in the world in, in some way. Um, so that's a big thing for me. A big part of my why is just like wanting to do everything that I can to make a difference. But also I just really want to live life to the fullest. Yeah. Like I said, I am blessed with so many opportunities and so many just crazy experiences and things get, that I get to be a part of. And I'm so, so thankful for that. And I just want to, you know, live it up. I want to live this life to the fullest and do every single thing I possibly, possibly can before I die. So yeah. that's a very, a very long winded answer to <laughs> of all the different things that make up my why and my purpose. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I agree with that. And I know people say making a difference does sound cliche, but it's so true. I mean, I'm, that's what we're, that's what we're put on this earth to do. I mean, God said love, like the two greatest commandments is love God, love people. And we do that, that we do that by making a difference. Loving God and loving people makes a difference in the world around us. And I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat recently with just exploring, re-exploring my why. I mean, I ultimately, I mean, I realized my why a few years ago, but I think sometimes I lose sight of that. It's not that I've lost my why. I just kind of lose sight of what it is in the midst of all the craziness around me and constantly on the move, doing so many different things. It's easy to just go through the motions and just checking things off a to-do list, but there there is an underlying purpose in that. And so I've had to sit down, sit back these past couple of days and remember, okay, like, 
why did I start this? Why did I start enjoying this in the first place? Why do I want to do this? And so just remembering and keeping sight of why we do things puts so much more purpose and intention behind everything. And so I love that you've you've sat back in that question too um, in the midst of everything that you're doing. But ultimately, you know what that why is. Yeah, absolutely. You took the words out of my mouth. I mean, it's something that you don't want to want to admit that you've kind of struggled with. But I think that everybody goes through a point in their life where they just kind of wake up one day and they're like, wait, I have to like remind myself like the purpose of all this and and why we're why we're going through all this craziness and kind of just get yeah. back on track. But, yeah, because it's easy to get tired. It's easy to get kind of burnt out by things. But when we remember that, that why it kind of helps us avoid that and just step away from from the burnout. So why did you start or why and when did you start competing in Miss America organization? I started competing very similar to you when I was just 12 years old. Um, I was the youngest contestant my first year and it was back where you didn't even have to be 13 to do a preliminary. You just had to be 13 um, before the state final. So I was 12 years old into my first week of the Miss Mississippi teen pageant. I turned 13 the day before finals. That was my favorite (laughs) day ever um, being at the competition. Um, And I competed for four years before they finally, they're like, you're too old, get out. (laughs) Wow. So that, that's awesome. And what are, what is all the things that you've learned, like going from age 12 to how old are you now? About to be 25, which is wild. Wow. From age 12 to 25, competing in Miss America. What is, what is the number one thing that it's taught you? That I'm, I'm good enough. Mm -hmm. Um, starting off in the teen program, you know, I remember being 12 years old and being like, you know, you're too young to really even be here like you just need to go and have fun because you're you know you're not ready yet or you're not good enough yet and then fast forward to when I started competing as a miss I just remember in those years leading up to finally you know being brave enough to do a preliminary for the miss competition and even in the first few years when I started it was the same kind of mindset of you don't know everything or you're not good enough or you're not ready or it's not time or you're too young and it's taken me all these years to kind of really figure out and understand that you're never going to be ready you're never going to be perfect there is never going to be a perfect time all we have is now and we have the prep that we can put into things and we just have to trust the timing Mm -hmm. of everything instead of waiting for a perfect moment so that's a lesson that I've now taken with me through everything every project that I do every doubt that I ever have in my mind of is this right am I supposed to be doing this like you just have to trust that it is what it is. And you, you just have to find comfort in that and knowing that it will all work out at the end of the day, like it's supposed to. Yes, absolutely. I agree with all of that. And I can relate to the people telling you, oh, you're too young. You're not going to do anything yet. Um, And I think, although, yeah, I might not win when I'm 13 years old, but I, I shouldn't be told that I'm not going to do anything because that's, that's the whole point is growing and, you know, learning and trying to do your best. If I have a mindset of, oh, I'm not going to do anything anyway, then I'm not going to try. Right, but, absolutely. <laughs> so we have to, we have to do our best. And like you say, live to the fullest in everything that we do. I believe that life is very seasonal. We we're in one season of our life. We'll be in another season the next, but we have to serve the season that we're in to the fullest potential that, that we have. Um, yeah. because that's, that's where we learn. That's where we grow. 
Um, and it really is just like my journey through the Miss America organization, like you said, from 12 years old to almost 29, like yeah. the Miss America organization has seen me through every phase of life and it has grown with me and changed with me and the seasons have changed, which meant that the journey's changed. So absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's just, I think it's important not to let people look down on you just because you may be young or inexperienced. Um, we should always just put our best foot forward in everything that we do and trust that God's going to work it all out. It may not be your time, but, but there's still something to learn in that. And God's going to work it all out. You may never win the title, but you know what? You've gained so much more through that. And there's a verse in first Corinthians, um, 925 that talks about, uh, an athlete exercises and prepares for a game and he does win a perishable crown. But we as the kingdom of God, we chase imperishable crowns. And so, yes, we're going to work hard for the things that we the things that we want to accomplish. And we may win that perishable crown. The sparkles are going to dull. But ultimately, we should have gained some sort of imperishable crown, if that makes sense. You know, like the things that you gain about learning about yourself and impacting the people around you. That's what, that's what lasts. That's what stays with you. And so that's why it's important to, like you say, live to the fullest. Absolutely. What would you tell a first time competitor since you've been, been competing for so long? Yeah. Um, so two things, like I touched on already, there never is going to be a perfect time to get started. You just have to get started. You're going to learn so much and grow so much as you go. And you just kind of have to trust the process in that. So that's the first thing. And the second thing I would say, just prepare to the fullest. Mm-hmm. Um, that way you can get to competition week, whatever that looks like for you and your state, you can get there and just press play and go through the motions because yeah. the week, self is so much fun. Um, you are surrounded by the most incredible women. You're having the best time and there's nothing worse than getting there and cramming stuff in at the last minute and being stressed out the entire week. That's really the time that you just want to relax and be yourself. And you can only do that if you can trust that your prep is going to go it to come through. So you have to just prepare to the fullest ahead of time. That way you can get there. And I always like to say, just press play mm-hmm. and worry about anything because you know that you've done everything that you can do and what is going to happen is what's Mm -hmm. going to happen. Absolutely. That's so true. And just knowing that you've done everything that you, you can at this point to prepare and just, just having fun with it. That is, that is, that's the best part of it all, you know, resting and knowing that you couldn't have done anything more that you're, you're bringing your best self to competition time. Absolutely. And from that point on, it's out of your hands. And so it takes a weight off your shoulders. It's just like, you know, I'm just I'm doing what I what I came here to do, doing what I prepared to do. And the rest is in God's hands. Absolutely. For sure. So your uh, community service initiative is Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. When did you start getting involved with this? And what are some of the things that you've done with it? I have been um, raising money and advocating for Children's Miracle Network Hospitals for more than half of my life. Um, Even before I started competing in the Miss America organization, in the Miss America organization, if you've been around a while, you know that they had a history with with CMN. Um, But kind of crazy story, um, my local IHOP was hosting their National Pancake Day Mm -hmm. and called me up. They were like, "We, we know that you do a lot in the community. Like, will you come to this fundraiser and talk to people about CMN? So I, you know, learned as much as I could about Children's Miracle Network Hospital so I could be knowledgeable on it. And then I got to turn around and explain to their patrons why they should eat free pancakes and donate to children's. 
Right. And then from there, it just really became such an important part of my life. Um, my little brother, when he was born, he spent a lot of time in the NICU. Um, so I had experience with what it was like to be the family member of somebody who had an extended um, time in the hospital. So that also kind of just really solidified for me the work that Children's Miracle Network Hospitals was doing and why it was important. And from there, I have done every fundraiser imaginable from having eggs cracked on my head to (laughs) telling off of a um, 10-story building last year, just everything that I can to raise money. I've hosted um, concerts at my local community theater. Last year, super cool, I got to partner with a few different organizations and donate over $50,000 worth of care packages to um, nurses at Children's Miracle Network hospitals in three different states. So I've really, I've, I've got a lot of experience with CMN, um, done everything, like I said, under the sun. So in, in the last like 14 years of my life. Wow. That's incredible. I just applaud you for all the work that you've done. That's, that's mm-hmm. so, that's so important. Cause I think that uh, sometimes it can be easy just to kind of go through the motions of fundraising and things, but you, you really do that with so much purpose and so much intention. And I want to hear about this 10 story building that you propelled off of. It's an annual fundraiser. Um, let me backtrack a little bit. Mississippi only has one Children's Miracle Network hospital. It's Batson um, Children's Hospital. It's located in Jackson, Mississippi. And they host this big annual fundraiser called Over the Edge. And you essentially are going over the edge of a wow. huge, a huge building. Um, so I was asked to participate last year, absolutely terrified, out of my mind, um, but I raised over $1,200. And then wow. to celebrate that, they literally pushed me off the, the side of a building. And let me tell you, people there that were like coming out of the experience that had already done it, they were like, oh, that was so much fun. I want to do it again. And I was like, okay, this, like, if I can just get up there and start it, everybody's saying it's so much fun. I'm going to be fine. I shook the entire way down. Oh my like gosh. Building would have been one more story high. I don't know that I would have made it, but it was, it was a really fun day. It was a really cool experience, a great opportunity. And it raised over a hundred thousand dollars that day for the hospital. So really awesome. Wow. That's insane. <laughs> I mean, I never knew that there was such a fundraiser. That's awesome. I want to do it. <laughs> I love stuff like that. That's incredible. Wow. Well, Good job. I'm not in the least. So very out of my comfort zone. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, hey, that's where we grow the most when we step out of our comfort zone. Yeah. Um, So you're the founder of Crowns for a Cause. So tell me a little bit about this. Crowns for a Cause is a nonprofit organization that just at its roots encourages girls to get involved in their communities. We specifically focus on Children's Miracle Network hospitals um, and raising money and awareness and different items for that. So every year we have a different drive item that we collect that go to Children's Miracle network hospitals all across the country. Last year, we collected boxes of children's band-aids, and I'm so proud to say that we collected more than 80,000 boxes. Wow. Um, just a year. This year, we're collecting fun pairs of children's socks. And these items are supposed to just be, you know, something small, but something that can just brighten the, the day of a child uh, having to receive treatment at a hospital. Um, and then on the ambassador side of it, it's super cool. We have ambassadors from more than 25 states all across the country, and they work on a rewards program. So every time they reach a new level in their um their drive efforts in collecting these different items, they receive a fun little award or an incentive. And it's just a way to teach them about giving back, how to do it, and 
why it's important. So it is the accomplishment of my life that I'm most proud of. These girls really work so hard every single day. And it's been such a success, success beyond my wildest dreams. So, wow. That's incredible. Well, good job to you for doing all of that and encouraging girls to give back to their communities because I think that's one of the things that has impacted me the most about the Miss America organization is the opportunities to give back to our communities and to others because I think our world can be very self-centered sometimes, especially with social media. Everyone's focused on, you know, I need to do my best. I need to get this. I need to get that. But really, like, we're called to be servants. Jesus in the Bible, like he talks about um, serving other people and he, he even washes the feet of his own disciples. And they're like, you know, Jesus, what are you doing? We should be washing your feet. And he said, no, like I came here to serve you. And so we should live by that example, like serving other people and giving back. So um, I applaud you for all that you're doing with that. That's an incredible accomplishment. And it seems like it has grown so wildly. So how did it get started? It was an idea that just lived in my brain for a really long time. It was something that I, I always wanted to do, but I was just a little bit afraid that it wouldn't take off or mm-hmm. or be a success or get any traction. So I just kept it to myself. And then finally, one day I woke up and I was like, you know what, I'm going to go for this. And it took a lot of like on the back end, um, preparing a lot of thought and effort that went into it. But when we finally launched it, it took off faster than I could have ever imagined. Wow. Um, I mean, I just remember sitting at my computer and I had all these applications come through for people wanting to be ambassadors. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I really, I really have something here. And it has just continued to grow since then. So just a little idea in my head. (laughs) Yeah. And that's how, that's how the most impactful things start. Just a little idea in your head. And I think a lot of times we let fear of failure stop us from actually taking action on that. So I love that you, you took the action on that little idea in your head. You didn't know what it was going to turn out as, but you took the risk. And I mean, look at all the good that it's done. And so that's, that's just incredible. So uh, what are your goals for Consfair Cause going forward? So I am ready for us to have an ambassador in all 50 states. That's something um, I'm really pushing towards just as far as like advertisement and getting social media posts out to the different places where we haven't reached yet, because I think it would be so cool if we as ambassadors could um, really make a difference in all the Children's Miracle Network hospitals in every single state. There's at least one Children's Miracle Network hospital in every state, and there's 170 total. So if we can get an ambassador in every state in the country, then that means that we can directly benefit every Children's Miracle Network ambas- um, hospital in the country through those ambassadors. Um, so that's a huge goal of mine. I'm very excited. We just launched um, an Instagram series. It's called the Making a Difference series. Yes. And it is about encouraging um women across the country to get involved in their communities in whatever way. We'll be talking to incredible, incredible women um, that are doing so much for their communities already and kind of the the purpose behind that and what they're doing. And I'm hoping that that inspires even more people to get involved um, in their in their communities and to make a difference. And we've got a, a bunch of really fun little projects going on here and there that I'm really excited to to get to announce really soon. Yes, that's incredible. And we actually just filmed something for the Instagram series. So y'all make sure to go check that out. Um, you want to give your Instagram? Yes. So um, the Instagram is at crowns for a cause org. So that's how you can follow us. And that's how you can listen to the series very soon. And yes, we have a very fabulous little guest from <laughs> on there soon. 
Yes, of course. Well, I'm just so excited about all the things that you're doing. That's incredible. Um, so last question, you do a lot and I've heard, I've seen that you're an Enneagram three, which makes sense. You're an achiever. Um, you're a store coordinator and per- per- personal assistant to the owner of Bridal Informal Boutique. You're the marketing director of the World Youth Federation, the owner of Kate's Beauty Buys. You compete in Mayo. You created Crowns for a Cause. You do so many different things. So do you ever get burnt out? And if so, how do you recharge? Absolutely. So and like I talked about at the beginning, kind of having a moment where I was like, why am I doing this? I think that at its core, that was me just kind of being burnt out, being so tired. Um, you know, Enneagram threes, we go hard. So I go yeah. from five o'clock in the morning until sometimes nine or 10 at night with all my different projects, trying to fit it all in and just wanting to be the very best at everything that I do. So absolutely, I experience burnout all the time. And I think for me to kind of tackle that, I just have to kind of find some me time. I have to schedule myself time to rest, um, intentionally rest, I should say. Um, so that means usually turning my phone off, reading a good book, getting on the phone um, with my friends and just like having a conversation about sometimes absolutely nothing. But those are the things that always kind of help me recharge those batteries. Yeah, absolutely. And recharge is so important. And I think with with our world going 100 miles per hour all the time and us seeing everything on social media, like life never stops. You may be home from work, but people can call you anyway. Um, and so it's just like nothing ever stops. And it's hard to kind of find that time to yourself. So I love that you turn your phone off and you say that you need some me time, which I think sometimes people kind of look down on that, like, oh, you need you need time to recharge. You need time for yourself. Well, yeah, of course, I need time to recharge because because if I don't, then I'm not going to be performing the best that I would on on the low battery, you know what I mean? Um, so I think that's so important that that you do that. And although you are an achiever, you do take time to rest and recharge and look at all the things that you've done. Taking a rest has not stopped you. I've learned from experience that I have to, because like you said, you can't run on empty batteries. You have to you have to reset physically and and mentally before you can continue. So it's a necessity. Yes, absolutely. Well, I just want to thank you so much for taking time to talk with me today. Um, You're just such a joy to talk to. And I'm glad that I've gotten to know you better through this interview and through the event that we were at. And I will be cheering you on at Miss Mississippi and all the things that you're doing with Grounds for Cause, Children's Miracle Network. You are just an incredible person. Thank you so much. It was so great to be here. And likewise, I can't wait to cheer you on at Miss Georgia this year. Thank you so much. Well, you have a wonderful night. Thank you for listening to the Be a Light podcast. 